I know there's a couple folks out there that don't know what they're doing for this summer yet. Um, so we have that solved for you. We figured it out. You are going to go to CheapCaribbean.com to find deals on all your favorite, all-inclusive destinations, and you're going to spend your summer in paradise. Yeah, guys, come on. Take a break. You work hard. Everybody's working so hard. Mm. Swim up to the bar in Punta Cana or sit with your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun. You can score an extra $175 off site-wide vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. Summer is going to be here before you know it. So do your deal and find vacays in your price range at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. This summer, own your style with Macy's, whether packing for a destination vacation or planning a backyard staycation. Macy's has all that you need. Shop brands like Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. Macy's has all of your summer must-haves. Summer dresses, matched sets, volume sleeve tops, espadrilles, mm. wedges, straw-crafted bags, bathing suits, and so much more. Oh my gosh, the free-for-all. Shop at Macy's.com slash style. You guys, have you heard about Squarespace? You must have, because I talk about it all the time. Their website has helped me with my businesses, but it will also help you grow your business. And it really does take the guesswork out of building a website. They have so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of our favorite product features is the Fluid Engine. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with a best-in-class website template and then customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. Stretch your imagination online with Fluid Engine, built in and ready to go on any new Squarespace site. Go to squarespace.com drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information first of all you don't know me <laughs> we're all about that high school drama girl drama girl all about them high school queens we'll take you for a ride in our comic girl, drama girl. cheering for the right team drama queens drama queens smart girl rough girl fashion but you're tough girl you could sit with us girl drama queens drama queens drama queens drama drama queens drama queens hey guys welcome back Look, weddings are expensive, <laughs> and <laughs> and we had one in the last episode, uh, so this was a definitely like a pared down episode. It was a yeah, it's a quiet, little easy breezy episode, huh? Was I bored, or because we have less of an attention span now? Because the you know what's put out now, the content that's out is always so fast paced to keep up with everybody's short attention span, or was it? Just a boring episode. We were all saying things that we've already said 10 million times. <laughs> like, yeah. 
I like when we do just two on two scenes because yeah. it's theater. Fun. And I thought there were some great nuggets in this. There were, yeah. I like the device of how the montage is. It sort of felt like we were doing these merry-go-round scenes. I liked that one Mm -hmm. scene would bleed right into the next and everyone was sort of confronting these ideas of what you want and who have you been and where do you think you're going? All these sort of beautiful themes. Love that. But it did feel slow and clunky and... Hillary, you did a great service to our show and to Peyton Sawyer doing what you did in this episode. You are a good person and an even better actor. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Right? Okay. Uh Here's the thing. Uh I'm a lot older right now. And I'm every bit as petty as I was in my early 20s. And I just, it's hard to look back at yourself and be like, hey, kid, you were juggling a lot in this situation. And uh, and you said your lines and you hit your marks. Good job. You know, we'd seen some fan comments before we watched this where they were like, oh, God, they're going to hate this one. Thank God they warned us. Oh, God. Yeah, I know. If anybody hasn't seen this episode, let's tell them what it was. What was it? Season five, episode 13. What do we got? Echoes, silence, patience and grace. Because <laughs> apparently so many echoes and apparently grace is all we talk about on the show anymore. God. It's a lot of regurgitated dialogue. Yeah. Give him the synopsis. Okay. Lucas picks up the pieces after being left at the altar by Lindsay. Nathan and Haley deal with the repercussions of Jamie's abduction. Brooke is haunted by her past as she considers adopting, and Peyton is visited by an old friend. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a second. Brooke is haunted by her past. She's 22. Right. Yeah. Her high school past. There's, yeah, I have so much to say. How do we break this one down? Because uh, it was a merry-go-round. And and I'll say I like the merry-go-round device yeah, for a lot. an act. Maybe two acts. But mm-hmm. I kept waiting for us to get off the ride and like mm. actually get into what was going on. It was so introspective. A couple of loops would have been good. And by act three, I was like, well, now I just have motion sickness. <laughs> <laughs> we're just, we're still doing this. We're still spinning around. Okay. There right. we are. You know, we could perform this uh, as a stage show on one of those, like, rotating stages like Les Mis uses. We should, like Hamilton. Where, yeah. like, you walk in one direction and the stage spins in the other. <laughs> Everybody's picking up the last line of the last person's scene. Yep. The first oh, line and the next scene. Yeah, it was very carefully crafted. It definitely felt, uh, to me, it felt overwritten and it felt like kind of, it kind of felt masturbatory. Like you just like the writer just sitting there, just uh-huh. here's all my prose, and let me just find all the ways to say things that it was just very like all right already can we like we get it <laughs> yeah we got it I thought we all looked good though we looked good we right? did yeah <laughs> I mean my haircut was a crime but I will be clear we copied Victoria Beckham's Bob that year so it was a moment. In fashion history. Yes. It just has aged so poorly. And y'all, I have such a big skull. Like, I'm not meant to have short, tight hair like that. I'm just not. Tight hair. It's not good. Well, I like that little suit vest getup that you wore when you picked Jamie up. I was like, she's professional. What doesn't this woman see in her? I have just dressed up in a suit for my interview that my mother tanked. 
This this whole thing was so bizarre to me. I mean, let's just start talking about that part because okay, I I don't know. I haven't got. I actually have looked into adoption at times in my life, and I haven't gotten that far into the process where I'm sitting down one on one with somebody. Um, but I am the the one thing that seems to be the real barrier for most families with adoption is money, mm-hmm. and. Mm-hmm. I, I get that it was 15, 13 years ago. I, I, don't ask me to do math, but I get it was a while ago, but I don't know. There's just so many kids out there that need homes. I really have a hard mm-hmm. time believing that anyone would judge someone's, pick apart someone's high school history. High school. High school boyfriends is my favorite question. It's so yeah. absurd. It's so absurd. And to, and, to, and to look at this incredibly successful, driven woman and then decide to not recommend her to have a child simply because she's questioning the motive. Like, there's no history in Brooke's life that would say that, oh, she just has a whim and then walks away from it. That's not who Brooke is at yeah. all. Like, she started a company and has followed through with it. She, yeah. Her friendships, she stayed and followed through in spite of yeah. difficulties. She, I mean, there's just so much. I don't know. I didn't buy it. I didn't buy it. I didn't buy it either. The it either. the pettiness of that woman being like, "Didn't you date that boy? And didn't your friend? <laughs> <laughs> maybe she, maybe you're heartbroken over his failed wedding too, and you decided you need a baby. Like what? <laughs> it was so like mustache spinny. There would have been some action in this episode at least if you had just flat out busted out laughing at her. <laughs> Just like, I'm so sorry. What's happening? Is this happening? Yeah. Like insanity. Yeah. I learned a lot about adoption from Willie Garson because Mm. he adopted his son right at the same time that I gave birth to Gus. And when we met, we were like, you know, new parents together. Mm -hmm. And he adopted his son when Nathan was like seven, eight years old. So Mm -hmm. he was an older kid, but still very young. Mm -hmm. And... Willie, before he met anybody, you have to do a series of classes. Yeah. Right? And there's, you know, night classes you have to take, and the social workers teach you how to do stuff. And it's a pretty extensive process you go through before you get to this phase of like, I don't know, you shoplifted in high school. I don't think you're ready for this. Because they are trying to judge you by who you are now. You know, yeah. and like how stable you are and do you show up every week and yeah. all of that. Who did you turn into in spite of having parents that were a complete yeah. disaster? Yeah. It would have been great to see Brooke do that kind of training mm-hmm. and really, mm-hmm. you know, really get into what that exploratory process is mm-hmm. as opposed to this, I don't know, what do they do? They interview people? Should bring a clipboard? You know, yeah. Yeah. they're just definitely guessing here. Well, and one of the things that drives me insane about all of this as well is like, People, when I think about my friends, you know, who've adopted and like two of my my best friends um, adopted both of their kids through the foster care system, what they have gone through as dads, the way they have advocated for their children, like mm-hmm. what it takes to go out and, and give a home mm. to a child, the amount of work, like even the fact that we didn't address, like Brooke could have gone... And gotten a donor. She could have gone out with the explicit desire to, like, get pregnant and be a mom. You know, she has sat here and said, I want to adopt. I want to give a home to a kid who doesn't 
have the life they deserve, who who has been given up for whatever circumstance and yeah. provide a child with a better life than I have. Like, you know, as a single woman to make that choice is such a signal of like effort and seriousness to me. It's like, yeah. you know, when we see these lunatics in some of the states in our nation trying to stop gay parents from adopting, I'm like, yeah. no kid has ever been more wanted or advocated for. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. stop, enough. You know, any... <laughs> So many people go out and like, whoop, get pregnant, whoopsie, accident. Like, and it bothers me that that we leaned into like shaming this woman, but we didn't talk at all about what it means to make that decision, the effort you're willing to make, the advocacy that, to your point about Willie adopting, becomes yeah, yeah. a part of your life. Like, you have to His jump through hoops became to advocating. adopt. For adoption. Yeah, you have you know? to jump through hoops to adopt a child yeah, that you yeah. simply don't if you, you know, go out and and if you get knocked up. Yeah. Yeah. And and like I don't and I don't mean to judge anybody. Like, look, yeah. by the way, like I have so many friends who've struggled through fertility. Like becoming a parent is hard for a lot of people a lot of the time. Yeah. But there's mm-hmm. also, you know, what Brooke says, like, nobody made my mom get interviewed. Yeah. Nobody made her take a class, like should have. And it it feels like such a missed opportunity here. And I don't know, like having so many friends who've been through it and, you know, who in our country and countries around the world, like Italy with that fascist woman who's taking lesbian moms off their birth certificates of their oh children. My God, right? Like, I'm Ugh. so angry about the way like modern families and adoptive parents get treated. And I forgot that Brooke got shamed in this episode by the adoption yeah. woman. I'm just like, oh, my Lord. We've oh, been... she's like, are you going to get married? Are you going to get married? Yeah. Do you do you drink? Do you date? You dated boys in high school. Like, what? <laughs> you're you're yeah. into a bartender now. Does he drink? Mm, he makes drinks. Mm, like, yeah. also, Owen's sober. Like, you, you took care of an addict. How yeah. dare you? You didn't right. turn your back on someone who was struggling? God. You monster. <laughs> oh, it just like fires me up. It makes me so upset. It just means they didn't Google adoption process. No yeah. one Googled it no, or yeah. asked it. Whatever the f*** we were doing back then. Like, it's so easy. Did you just say ask Jeeved it? <laughs> I did. <laughs> the children won't know what that means. They won't know what that means, but it was cool back then. I'm trying to remember where this goes because was it there was something about this actress though because she I really liked her I I really liked yeah. that she w- wasn't mm-hmm. mean or bitchy or um, snooty or I mean she was very yeah. warm. Judith and Scott yet, is such a good actress. Yes, so it was such a such a warmth and and openness about her. And when mm-hmm. she left after Brooke gives the big speech, I I remember feeling like I think this whole thing was a test so mm-hmm. that she could see how far Brooke would fight for what she wants. Do we remember if that's where it's going? I don't remember, but I will say when when we when we had that confrontation and I got to deliver the I am one in a million speech. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Watching it today, I was like, oh, I see it. Something's turning for her. Like it's gonna change. Yeah. Um, I don't know how quickly Angie comes into the picture. But I know that I I foster that little girl with this terrible haircut. So for whatever that's worth, it can't be that. I hate that haircut so much. It's your mom haircut. Yeah, she's trying to look older and responsible. (laughs) But 
yeah, I thought Judith played it so beautifully. I just think, again, you know, this was the writer's strike back then. These scripts were turned in and then they were never edited. It's so clunky. It's so intense. It wasn't researched. It wasn't based on any sort of a reality. Yeah. She she made a whole meal with what was barely an appetizer mm. on the page for her. Amen. So hats off to her. But mm-hmm. oh yeah, it just like oh, it makes me so mad. Yeah. I um I like this idea that you mentioned a little bit of you know Brooke a kid who came from a no parent home. That little mm-hmm. thing of like did you come from a single parent home? I came from a no parent home. A no parent home, yeah. This idea that Brooke wants to find another child with a no parent home mm-hmm. and provide that. You know, yeah. I think Love as that. we get older there's a lot of mother work that is done in yep. therapy mm-hmm. yep. and things like that. And I have found, I didn't realize that not everyone on the planet wants to be a mom mm. like their whole life. Because mm-hmm. I did. I was like, yeah. you know, five, six years old, like sleeping with baby dolls. Like, these are my children. Yeah, yeah me too. And then when I met people that were like, nah, I'm good, man. I was like, oh, wow, cool. And I have a daughter who has zero interest yeah. in being a parent. She is, I'm like, do you want a baby doll? She's like, that's disgusting. <laughs> and in my mind, in my mind, I'm like, it's because, it's because I felt like I needed to correct some things, right? Like, I'll just have my own kids and do it my way and yeah. it'll be so much better. My daughter doesn't feel like she needs to correct anything. And so she's <laughs> Bravo, like, darling. The, cycle, the cycle ends here. <laughs> Killing <laughs> it. <laughs> and that's how I'm going to interpret it. She'll hear this in therapy so many years later and she'll be like, mom, that wasn't it at all. I just... <laughs> <laughs> Didn't want a baby. <laughs> that idea of course correcting mm-hmm. in order to find, like, I don't know, your safety net, you know? Like, yeah. f- wanting to have someone to love is a basic human instinct. Mm. And pivoting away from, like, dudes and making it about, like, what can I pour love into, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. as opposed to what will love me back. Mm. Yeah, It's a great distinction. It's an important pivot for Brooke. Yeah, Yeah. I love it, especially for someone who was taught to only find her worth in being validated by others. To say, no, no, I I feel best about myself actually when I give to others. Yeah. When I support Mm -hmm. my friends, when I help people achieve their dreams. And she wants to do that in this role as a mom because of what she's experienced as a godparent. And, you know, as this auntie to Jamie, I think it's really this special distinction and i don't know maybe because that's a hard one sort of sense of self-worth for her maybe that's why i feel a little protective and i'm like we really blew this storyline we could have done it better (laughs) yeah like sometimes when people with our characters i feel like they're with you got like (laughs) like my actual friends i'm like Haley james deserved better pink sawyer deserved better like i get really like I get protective of us, even though it's not us, us. Like, I don't know. I think. Yeah, same. I think to your point, the the way we are talking about this and, and that evolution. Yeah, it, it could have been acknowledged better, handled better. It could have been a bigger deal if we'd gone deeper with it. We're rushing into it. It's been one yeah. month since you told Peyton and Lucas, I want to have a baby. Well, also the. None of that stuff was well thought out. Like, no. now Brooke's out here trying to adopt. She's not trying to have a baby with Lucas. She was never going to have a baby with the man who is the love of her best friend's life. Like, that was insane. And it's like, what did we do it for? 
We didn't even follow through on it. That's what frustrates me, the, the <sighs> lack of follow through, because there are so many kids that need to be adopted and so many families who have gone through adoption and how mm-hmm. difficult that journey can be. What amazing opportunity that would have been to share that yeah. journey on our show through a character that's so beloved. Mm-hmm. And you could have taken the time and walked through that. I think so many people would have showed mm-hmm. up for that and loved to go through that journey with Brooke. Well, and the other side of the journey, choosing to build a modern family, asking a friend to be a donor. Sure. Is such a big yeah. deal and yeah. something so sacred and like could have also been a big deal. But yep. it's like we sort of dishonored both realities that that people go through. And I wish we hadn't because it felt out of character for her. And it and it felt like it sort of cheapened both experiences a little bit. But to your point, nobody Googled it. And then we were on <laughs> strike and nobody could change it, I guess. Yeah, there was just one person in a room typing stream of consciousness and then put it yeah. in all of our mouths. I'm a genius. I'm a genius. <laughs> it wasn't the later seasons where I got passionate enough where I'd read a, read a scene and be like, I'm not saying that. I rewrote it. <laughs> Yeah. I wasn't that confident yet. Totally. I wish. I love that I'm a one in a million thing. I did too. I feel like I hadn't heard that before. And I don't know if that's something that fans write a lot or if you hear that back a lot. But for some reason, that was out of my range of of view. So I loved that. Mm. Yeah, that is one of the ones that I get to talk to people about a lot. And I loved it too. Yeah, it's such an encouraging thing to, I mean, that is one of those lines that I think as a young girl or boy, just a fan watching the show, is if you walk away from that, that's a line that sticks with you that you can ba- put, put as a badge on yourself. Like, yeah, you know what? That's who I am too. Oh man, I can't tell you how many times I have been, I get, get this little notification pop up. It tells me that I've subscribed to something that I don't know even what it is. And it's like, Oh, $39.99 or $62.45 annually is coming up. Do you want it? And I'm like, I don't know what this is. I have, <laughs> I have no idea. Going on in, you know, there's too many things going on in my day. When am I going to have time to go dig through all these files and figure out what's what? I need help. And I mm-hmm. think we figured out the way. Rocket Money, it's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of 500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses. I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with just a few taps. Yeah, I love how the dashboard just shows me this month's spending compared to last month so I can clearly see my spending habits. Plus, they'll help me create a custom budget and it keeps my spending on track. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. So cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash queens. That's rocketmoney.com slash queens. Rocketmoney.com slash queens. Friends, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? I don't think so. I don't think there is. No, no. <laughs> oh, that feeling of just walking in the door and it's like, my life is okay. I'm not a total disaster. Like, yeah. <laughs> I really feel better about myself when my house is clean. And I think the best way to achieve that relaxing feeling of a clean home, Clorox Sentiva. Clorox Sentiva provides a powerful clean with refreshing scents. And you can find your home's signature <laughs> scent. It might be coconut, grapefruit, lavender. There is a scent for every vibe. Oh, it's grapefruit for me all the way. Lavender for me. Friends, transform your home into an oasis. 
With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. So I play this little game every morning where I leave the house looking decrepit. And then I drop my children off at school. And then I get to my office and I take out a nice, cute little bag that came with my Thrive Cosmetic order. And with just a couple of products, I'm able to look like a normal, happy, healthy human again. It's incredible. I love these products. Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look. With clean, skin-loving ingredients, their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply. Now, a few of my favorite products include their incredible Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner. It's easy-to-use waterproof pencil, holds like wax, and blends like a powder. Just line brows to give them some structure and create natural-looking strokes of hair to fill in sparse brows. It comes with a spoolie brush to lift and tame brows after applying the pencil, and there are eight shades to choose from that adjust to your natural brow color for a perfect match every time. Now, my other favorite product, I've been talking about this forever, is the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. Their unique formula creates tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. And it's super easy to remove, you guys. This is my favorite part. It just slides right off with warm water, doesn't leave smudges, doesn't pull your eyelashes out. It's incredible. Its nourishing ingredients support longer, stronger, and healthier-looking lashes over time. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash drama. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash drama for 10% off your first order. I think this is such a brilliant invention and I wish somebody had come up with it earlier, but I'm glad we have it now. (laughs) You know, I've been doing theater since I was a little kid. My mom has all these videotapes of me and all these productions. And then we also have all of our family movies and all of the family photo albums and all of the everything that just takes up so much space. And I'm so grateful that Legacy Box created this whole platform to be able to condense these amazing memories down into something that's actually tangible and easy to access. Well, and with Mother's Day fast approaching, it is a great gift for the whole family. So you can relive moments like wedding days, first steps, or the embarrassing haircut you had in the 90s. You can (laughs) reconnect with your family's history and hear your grandmother's voice again for the first time. Yes, the process is so easy. You just send in your legacy box filled with old VHS tapes, camcorder tapes, and pictures, and their team professionally digitizes everything by hand In the USA, you'll get everything back on the cloud or a thumb drive along with your originals. It's so easy. Yeah. I mean, again, the VHSs, my my new project is that I found Jeffrey's big, huge storage containers of VHS, and he was making TV shows in the late 80s, early 90s that I never got to see. This is my chance. So all of his pilots that never that never aired. Right. I love those old beta tapes. (laughs) So you guys can do this too. join over one point five million families that have trusted Legacy Box with their memories. Just go to LegacyBox.com slash drama to save 60% during their best Mother's Day sale ever. That's LegacyBox.com slash drama. I like that this whole Victoria Brooke narrative, Brooke knows she will be a good mother. 
Mm-hmm. And it is something that has never been encouraged or validated mm-hmm. by her mother. Mm-hmm. And so you're seeing her reach for a brass ring that no one's valued mm-hmm. except her. Yeah. Like, you know, Peyton is like, kids, yeah. I mean, uh, baby, I'm here, but like not on my radar, yeah. you know. Yeah. It's not like everyone around her is like, kids, 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 kids. She has identified the thing that she knows will make her feel fulfilled and doesn't need any external validation. And maybe that's why, even though it's a complicated storyline, I do like it for Brooke. Because Mm -hmm. when you can arrive at that place where you're like, this is my thing and I don't need any other people in my life to tell me it's good because I know it's good. Yeah, I love that. It's cool to see her in that space. I agree. And I think maybe it's because I like the storyline so much that I wish— We'd gone a little deeper with it. Yeah. You know? I like it, too. Yeah, if you're going to adopt as a single person, do you have to identify who your next of kin is? So, like, if something happens to you, who takes care of this child? Yeah, I like, think you do. I feel like there's a yeah. lot of protocol that could have been juicy conversations for Brooke to mm. have. Yeah. And it didn't happen. <laughs> Just didn't. <laughs> yeah, if Victoria's trying to, like, get power of attorney or something free. <laughs> I like what you said, Hillary, yeah. about the mother work that we do. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Haley says, it made me think of that moment in the therapy sessions when Haley said, I am I won't be an absent parent. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why is that such a, why is she harping on it? Oh, yeah, because her parents were always sort of in and mm-hmm. out and around. And it was like, they all those, I mean, it's not that they weren't ever present, but they were very loose and I, loose-handed with all the mm. kids. Mm-hmm. Sort of all of them kind of raising themselves, it seems like. Mm-hmm. That's a great point. Is this a whole episode about mothers? Because Peyton talked about her mom, too. That's like, Haley's trying to imagine a new form of motherhood that she didn't experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's not that it's the wedge between her and Nathan, but it's certainly like when you build a little wall of pillars in a bed. It's that. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a soft wall a soft between <laughs> you and your partner. She's afraid of pursuing her own things because she doesn't want to mm-hmm. make her kids feel abandoned. Well, and I think the idea of mother work is really interesting because as you start to do your own work and your own healing, you also start to realize how those relationships have affected you, right? Like, mm-hmm. Brooke is talking about this pain and not being seen and being underestimated. Haley is voicing that she does not want to be absent she wants to be there for jamie she's working on this because she wants to give him a certain kind of stability and a presence of you know with her and and even yeah hill i mean you're talking about the the relationship and the love but you're also talking about art and belief and and the whole thing starts with peyton talking about how her mom used to sing to her yeah and that's this personal relationship and and it evolves into her identity with music and how she sees herself and I think it's really interesting that in all these stages of our lives as women our experiences as children gets reflected back to us right like you're seeing who you are as an adult and knowing how you were influenced by your mother and you know you go to therapy and they talk about how when you start to heal your matrilineal line like it can go back generations. Like there's work my mom and I have done that has healed wounds that my mom carried from her mother who Oof. died a long time ago. 
Yeah. And it's it's so powerful. And oh, there's like a part of me that watching this today with you guys goes, can you imagine if from this moment in time, like this present moment in history, knowing as much as we do and having as much access to mental health care and perspective and research as we do in 2023. Like, oh my can God. you imagine how well we would have done with these storylines <laughs> if we were making our show today? No. Oh. Dude, back then, I was all like, I'm a pleaser. Everything's fine in my family. I'm good. You know? <laughs> today, I would have been like, we got to work on some stuff. I'm setting a boundary. <laughs> this is my soft wall. <laughs> I have words for this now. Yeah. Um, Haley said something that broke my heart, mm. and I think it's part of this mother work. She said she, when you guys were talking about what you wanted, she listed, she's like, I want to trust Nathan again. I want to, mm. you know, I want to be happy, healthy, safe. She said, I want Jamie to feel appreciated. Yeah. Mm. And the idea of saying that about your child, Ugh. it's like, is she talking about her own inner child? Right? Because mm. you always want for your kid what you didn't have for yourself. Mm. And. Yeah sense of just wanting your child to be appreciated yeah i don't know why that hits so hard that's so true mm-hmm. that there it does really break your heart if you see your child offering a part of themselves to a friend or something and they're trying and they just get ignored or shut down or whatever it's like like i know my kid and the other person's not they're not they're not seeing her they're just you know i mean god it breaks my heart even if she says hi to somebody and they don't hear it I mean, and then she's just like standing there like, (laughs) I will hold a grudge if I see someone slight. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I I think that's a really interesting thing to think about. I haven't, I haven't thought about it that way. How was that monster day of filming for you guys in the therapy office? It was fine. I mean, look, I remember reading the script and even doing the lines feeling like this is so sophisticated. I have done plenty of couples therapy in my life and- I don't ever remember it feeling that poetic and perfectly. Mm. Everyone's just sharing their vulnerability in such lovely, kind way. I mean, it was just very... Like it's scripted. Yeah. Yeah. It was very buttoned up. Mm -hmm. And maybe because it's four weeks later, but I'm like, nobody's having an outburst? Yeah. What was the deal with that? Like, why did nobody had... The entire episode was just... Mm-hmm. <laughs> cruise control <laughs> yeah. No. yeah i don't know is that our fault as actors where did we try and then we were told just keep it all mellow was the material not warranting any of those emotions like i, I didn't want to ever force anything we were all hung over from that hundredth episode party <laughs> we were just like oh god <laughs> mail it in but you know what those episodes are really hard too because all the dialogue is the same. That's what I remember about being in there because you're saying the same thing six mm-hmm. different ways, but it's mm-hmm. paragraphs and paragraphs every time. That is yeah. the hardest dialogue to remember because it has no meaning, really. Well, and when you're saying the same thing over and over again, by the time you're on the fourth scene, you're like, ah, what do these words mean? Yeah. Like, wh- yep. which I'm I'm supposed to say this thing, which is a version of that thing, but I've already said it that way, and I have to remember to say it this way. It, it really can scramble your brain. Yeah. And you can't change the words because they are already matched exactly in the upcoming scene yeah. that we filmed yeah. three days ago. <laughs> so you can't say it in your own words. Yeah. It's a, this was a technical episode. Mm. It was indeed. But we were lucky with this uh, 
with this casting that you guys had as your therapist. We were, I mean, we guys. were excited to see her at the beginning of this episode. Yeah. She, you, you nailed it. You called it out. I can't believe you recognize her. For, it was 16 Candles is what you said, right? Yeah. So we've had a John Hughes appearance in the Breakfast Club episode. Mm-hmm. And in this episode... Haviland Morris as Olivia Pruitt. Is that yeah. correct? So Haviland Morris, I'm looking at her and her hair color is different, but yeah. she's got that same arched eyebrow. And mm-hmm. I'm like, this is Jake Ryan's girlfriend <laughs> in Pretty in Pink. Is she British? Haviland is definitely a very British name. Or unless it's like Welsh or Irish or something. Let's Google. Hold. <laughs> is. It's just every time she's giving you and Nathan relationship advice, I'm imagining the scene where her hair is caught in the door jam nope. of Jake Ryan's bedroom. She's not British. Born she's born in, in New Jersey. Jersey. What did I say? She's from Jersey. <laughs> Guys. Good for her. We were watching the episode and I just said, why did they make this woman do a British accent? We are in North Carolina. Why? Mm-hmm. Why is the therapist supposed to be British? I don't understand. I didn't get that one either. I would love to ask her about it. <sighs> and I'm it was just... so posh. Yeah, it wasn't even like, I'm from the streets of London. No. It was like, <laughs> it was not Cockney. It was very, it just wasn't conversational. Fancy. It's just so, like, where did they find this British buttoned up therapist? And why would she be the most relatable marriage therapist for Nathan and Haley, who are so not buttoned up? And But you know what? Look, I did love the advice she gave. I loved the idea of thinking about something that happens in so many relationships, that long-term relationships, which is people stop playing with each other. They stop mm-hmm. going out and having fun and and tapping into the childlike excitement and what it was that they first fell in love with each other for and um so i thought that was great advice especially for a young couple like don't lose your joy don't lose your wonder and your laughter go find that i love that she called nathan and Haley out though where she was yeah. just like you guys are 22 years old. <laughs> you're young <laughs> totally you're not old yeah please stop <laughs> you're making fools of yourself yeah and to remind people not not to give up on on their play and their yeah. and their spark, you know, especially at 22. It's so wild to hear her say that to you guys and, and to hear, you know, Brooke have to kind of defend herself to the adoption woman. I'm 22. It's like, we are babies, babies. on this mm-hmm. show. Babies. Just, just <laughs> sad, defeated babies. Defeated, tired babies. I've ridden hard and put up wet. That's right. We what, we crapped out. <laughs> we crapped out. Oh. We crapped out. God. <laughs> Nathan and Haley are buried under the weight of all the responsibilities that they've got, and and then all yeah. the you know stress and the trauma, and of course Dan and all the stress that that brings back. Which I still don't know why he was being beaten up at the beginning of the episode, but we can come back to that. Yeah, I was just gonna say like good on Nathan and Haley to have this huge traumatic event happen. And be in therapy, like, the next day. If yeah. they've already met four times and it's been a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I would make him sit on that for a couple weeks before yeah. I was like, all right, I'm going to schedule an appointment and find yeah. an opening. Now we'll yeah. talk about it. 
That's how they ended up with the the uptight British lady. She was like, I don't care who it is. First place yeah. that says yes. But I'm I open. but I, it is there there's so I think that happens so often. I know it does in my life. I get caught up in all the responsibilities and I forget. I'm like, I think it's been a week since I've just played. Like just gone outside and ran around and kicked a soccer ball around with my kid. I've been so yeah. buried under responsibilities. And um it's a good reminder. Anyway, I'm glad that was I was grateful for that. It was a little gift yeah. I got today from this episode. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was really nice. A little bit of therapy. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I like I like all, all three of us yelling at the screen while Nathan and Haley are back home and she's making the bed. And it's like, <laughs> okay, well, do you want to hang out later tonight, maybe? And <laughs> all three of us are like, no! Kiss her now! Yeah. <laughs> do it now! Afternoon delight, man! Now! <laughs> Well, they did. They got right back into it. Back in the saddle. Thank God. God. Yeah. Fine. I'm so happy we have reached that point. Yeah. Haley James, you have a, what? I wrote this one down. You have a serious ass Haley James. <laughs> <laughs> Say it again. Say Love it again. Say it again. Boom, 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 boom. Friends, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? I don't think so. I don't think there is. No, no. <laughs> oh, that feeling of just walking in the door and it's like, my life is okay. I'm not a total disaster. Like, yeah. <laughs> I really feel better about myself when my house is clean. And I think the best way to achieve that relaxing feeling of a clean home, Clorox Sentiva. Clorox Sentiva provides a powerful clean with refreshing scents. And you can find your home's signature scent. It might be coconut, grapefruit, lavender. There is a scent for every vibe. Oh, it's grapefruit for me all the way. Lavender for me. Friends, transform your home into an oasis. With a powerful, clean and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Nothing is more fun for me than decorating, whether it's like I've moved, I have to go on location somewhere, or my friends are moving. I just want to design people's houses. (laughs) It's happy. And, you know, like a place goes from just being, you know, like a box you live into a home. Only Wayfair has everything you need to bring that Mm. vision to life. I can attest to this personally. I am on this site all the time finding amazing things for my home. Wayfair is the place to shop for everything home from sofas and beds to dining sets and decor. No matter your style or budget, there is a Waberhood in every zip code brought to life by everyone who makes their home truly their own with Wayfair. A huge selection of home goods ranging from appliances and area rugs to beds and wall art. Everything you need for your living room, outdoor areas, bedroom and more. Wayfair makes it easy with fast and free shipping, even on the big stuff. And they'll even help you set it up. Every style is welcome in the Waberhood. Visit Wayfair.com or get the Wayfair mobile app. That's W-A-Y-F-A-I-R.com. Wayfair. Every style, every home. Do you know that this has been a tradition in my family for many years? Uh, My mother used to love pecan sandies from Keebler. She would bring them home and I would find her in the kitchen taking a little nibble on a stressful day. (laughs) And I love it. I love it so much. I've adopted it myself. I love coming home and just taking a moment to step away from all the daily expectations and enjoy a little, little Keebler sandy. Listen, you know I love a snack break, and Keebler Sandies are perfect for that. They are buttery shortbread cookies made with delicious ingredients like cranberries, Joy's favorite pecans, and almonds. 
Mm. Each Keebler Sandy shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by the Keebler elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. The delicate sweetness, the buttery flavor, the crumbly texture. They make Keebler Sandies the perfect pairing with your coffee or tea. Whether you're enjoying Keebler Sandies as an afternoon snack, serving them at a party, or simply indulging in some me time, they are a classic shortbread cookie that brings simple pleasure to every bite. When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies is the perfect treat that will keep you going. Next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for a Keebler Sandies shortbread cookie and enjoy a simple moment of comfort. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. So therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. I've had um, plenty of times in my life and seasons where I have needed a safe space where I could just uh, know that there was no judgment. I could just sort of dump out whatever I was thinking. And sometimes Mm -hmm. even just hearing myself say things out loud made it Mm -hmm. easier to go, wait a second, actually, I don't believe that. Why am I carrying that narrative around in my brain? But it doesn't always feel easy to say that kind of stuff to friends or people you're in relationship with. So I love therapy for that reason and many more. I do too. I totally agree, especially because... Therapy is a dedicated chunk of time. Like for me, it's an hour a week where I really focus on my self-care. It's like, I think of it as a, you know, gym for my brain and my heart. And it's so important Mm -hmm. to take care of yourself in that way. And like you said, Joy, you can't always unburden on your friends. And I think a lot of us sometimes don't talk about what's going on with us because we feel guilty asking somebody to help us work through something. But that's literally a therapist's job. And I think that's why it works so well. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com drama today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot drama. This episode was obviously interesting for me because I had mm. to deal with mm. <laughs> Voldemort. The worst. The Voldemort, yeah. Fucking worst. Uh, I wasn't speaking to him in real life. And so he wrote himself into the episode what and the wrote f- me hugging him. That is so psychotic. Like, can you guys imagine Shonda Rhimes or Aaron Sorkin <laughs> casting themselves on their own show? Especially in, a, in that scenario. He compared himself to uh, the writer of Sons of Anarchy. He was like, yeah, I'm like that. And I'm just like, you're not like that guy. Wow. You're really not. It was so creepy. And so I got the script and I was just like, all right, it's one day of work. It's just one day of work. I only have one day to be in this office. We'll film all these scenes. And you know, my boyfriend's dad was directing and my brother's on set. There's like all these dudes on set and it just wasn't quite enough. Mm. And so I invited my dad to work this day. And my dad came and sat behind the monitor the whole day. Wow. Which was kind of weird, right? Because Mm -hmm. he clearly wasn't there to be friendly. He was just just being a presence. Yeah. And my dad is a a jack of all trades and mm-hmm. he is really good at 
bullwhips. He had like an Indiana Jones thing in the <laughs> 80s and wanted to learn how to play with bullwhips. And so he's really good at it. Oh my God, I thought you were just giving us a metaphor. You mean actual, no. an actual bullwhip. Real bullwhips. Amazing. Can't wait. So, Keep going. So in between every take, I would just like beeline to the monitor and just like go stand next to my dad. Because you can't touch me. You can't pull me into a sidebar conversation. Can't do any of that if I'm just like shooting the shit and making jokes with my dad. And so it's lunch. And my dad has also been chatting up Mike Rail, our sound mixer. Mm-hmm. And they'd known each other. Um, you know, like I'm in, I was in a band with Mike Rail that played at the 100th party. Mm-hmm. And so they're chatting and stuff. And Mike divulges that he had been in the circus in his early 20s and was an mm-hmm. animal trainer and also knows how to use whips. <laughs> and so we break for lunch and Voldemort, goes off to the production office where his office has like a view of the parking lot. And my dad and Mike Rail proceed to go out into crew parking, which is right next to the production office, and pull out bullwhips and start doing all these tricks and just like cracking them real loud. <laughs> so they're making all this noise. Amazing. And it was the most redneck, like carny <laughs> move that could I be done. Love but this. it was just like a message. It was like, hey, don't, just so you know. Don't. Yeah. Um, oh, what an awkward day at work. What a sh- wow. day. That is like the North Carolina version of the dad and clueless being like, I got a 45 and a shovel and no one would miss <laughs> you. Yeah. 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 There's a bullwhip in the back of my Ford Explorer. Yeah. Watch it, um, bro. I love that you had your dad come out. That's great. That's cool. Really just taking advantage of the men in your life that care about you that, you know, it's stick around and stand up for you. That's amazing. Well, it didn't, mm-hmm. I mean, let's be clear, it didn't like necessarily solve anything. Did it for that day? That's it. It was like for that day. Even to give you a day of reprieve. I can't imagine doing that day and not having that because no one else mm-hmm. was going to be like, hey man, like ease up here. Yeah, hey, stop but talking You can tell her. by my body language, I'm like always pointed away. I'm never mm-hmm. looking like directly at him. I'm just sort of like, Delivering yeah. these monologues to the ether. Well, you're walking around the office and yeah. I think, Dude. you know what struck me? And I, I'm curious if you remember any of this, but just like knowing what you tended to gravitate to in wardrobe. Yeah. The fact that you were in that skirt and those heels. And to be clear for our listeners, like our boss approved all our wardrobe. I was like, did mm-hmm. he... Did he, like, select out of the line of stuff you had tried on for, you know, that four-episode chunk or whatever, like, oh, I'm coming in this episode, I want her in a short skirt? It, like, it, like, made me, it made me feel, like, itchy watching you walk around, because I was like, oh, I hate that she had to be in there with him. We didn't have fittings just for, like, for the episode. Maybe we would do no. that if it was a really big episode. It was like, this is the wedding, and we have to get all, like, our wedding dresses but usually it was like, just come do one big fitting and yeah. it'll cover six episodes. Yeah, four, five, six episodes at a time. I don't remember how that played out, but I mm-hmm. just, I also remember, because I do remember being uncomfortable in the skirt. I was mm-hmm. seated, they wanted me to sit on the desk and I'm like, I can't mm-hmm. sit on the desk. Mm-hmm. I have to lean against the desk. It's like, everything was very strategic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember thinking like, if I throw a hissy fit, and I'm like, I need to go put on pants. It'll just, I'll have lost. I'll have lost. And so, mm. God damn it! like, I'm, I am not going to be flustered. 
I'm not going to be bothered. I'm going to show up and I'm going to say these stupid lines. And then I'm going to go home and, you know, play with the whip. Yeah. Do Indiana Jones tricks. (laughs) But I love that the fan base has acknowledged how absolutely cringy this is. Because there was a time where that person, where he thought he was so cool. I'm so, I'm a good actor. I'm so cool. And I think there were maybe some fans that validated that. And now that we've just like aired all the dirty laundry, people are like, what a nerd. It's just so (laughs) weird that he, why in the world is Peyton talking to Max, the record store guy? About, and why does he know about Lucas and all her deepest love details of her life? Like, I'm so confused. I mean, how long was Peyton at Thud? And he was not 36. He was not 36. Get out of here. What kind of nerd ages himself down? (laughs) I'm just trying to think of other people that Peyton could have been talking to realistically. Like, like, you want a random person that wasn't... Chris Keller! Great. That would have been the first choice for sure. Mia! Instead, he's holding up her record, and I'm like, so you paid yourself as the mm-hmm. creator and showrunner uh-huh. who made the most money of anybody on our show. You paid yourself to be an actor and took an episode away from Owen, Mia, all these other characters. Yeah. yeah. But where's Barbara? Yeah. It would have been cool to have Barbara home. Moira? Moira! It's like, oh well, where's God. Karen? Oh, she's coming back. She could have been with you, and Andy could have been with Lucas. Yeah. Oh, that would have been so good. Stupid. Uh. Dang it! I felt that viscerally. That was in my gut right there. You just God. said that, and I'm like, that's what I said. That w- honestly would have been so great for the long term of the show. Yeah, where it's like obviously, these yeah, two are and like be she's getting advice, and then Andy's telling Lucas, "Here's how you go back and get Lindsay." That would have been so interesting. Yeah. How do I feel uh, about that, by the way? Yeah. Uh, Lucas going in and talking to Lucas. Like, I was not into that speech, I have to say. It felt, like, so manipulative. And, like, what some, the same thing he said for the last five years to all the other girls. I'm pre- Yeah, he said it to Brooke, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to prove it I'll to you. I'll be waiting. I'll be waiting. For how long? <laughs> yeah. Wait, did he ever say it to Peyton? Because I feel like Peyton was always kind of chasing him. I don't remember him being like, I'll wait for you, Peyton. No, at the beginning... He was chasing Peyton like crazy. And she was like, yeah. why are you so crazy? I wish she would have said it just like that. <laughs> why, why are you, are you so, so crazy, crazy, man? Yeah, I, um, I think it's important to acknowledge that at 22 years old, you really do think you know what you want. And I did, yeah. for sure. That's fair. And then you find out later, like, oh, I don't. And that's mm-hmm. okay, too. Um, mm-hmm. And Lucas, God bless him, just is not willing to give up. And I think got some good advice from Andy of just like, hey, you know, she just needs assurance from you. The same way I did with your mom. Mm-hmm. I knew that your mom had some unfinished business. I stuck around. And I respected her space. Mm-hmm. But running out on a wedding is different than like, honey, I need a little assurance from you. I don't know if you really bounce back from that. I mean, maybe in Lucas's mind, he's like, oh, that was kind of embarrassing. Maybe she just needs me to tell her I don't care. Yeah. You know? Well, I wonder about that too, right? Is is how much of it could be about the ego of not wanting to be left. Because yeah. there are plenty mm-hmm. of people who feel like that and there are plenty yeah. of men 
who who will do anything to That's not get left when their partner finds out who they really are. Mm. And like, I had a breakup once where oh I remember him looking at me and going, you're going to realize once I'm gone all the things that I do and you won't be able to get through without me. And I was just like, I remember in the moment being like, oh. Oh, you think that's true, honey? Oh, no. I can take the trash out. <laughs> like, I do it all the time. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Yeah. I don't know. I think he genuinely does care for Lindsay. Yes. I yeah. think she represents a side of him he has aspired to his entire life. Successful, literary couple, you know, helping each other with the dead dad situation. Like, they heal a lot of each other's wounds. But there's just always that patent barnacle festering. You know, that's something that's been, so that's a very common theme in romance stories, that there's one person that you're meant for, and that's the person you're going to be, it's, and no matter what happens, it's always just going to yeah. keep coming around, and that's going to be the person. Um. I feel like the older I've gotten and the more I've I've seen and been through, I don't know. I just don't know about that narrative. I mean, I know that first love is strong and that you that person will always be with you in your heart and that the memories, like the first boy I was ever in love with, I'll always remember that. And there was always going to be moments where I, I'm grateful for the first time I was in love. But I don't, I'm glad we're not together. Like life has taken me in so many different directions. I agree with you, Joy. I think the older I get, the more I'm like, man, I could live with anybody. My husband could live with anybody. We're easygoing mm. people. We make the choice yeah. to live together. And so Lucas and Lindsay could end up happily ever after. Mm -hmm. But there's a choice there. And she's making the choice like, hey, no thanks. Yeah. And he's got her in this weird professional headlock. That I'm like, oh, God, Lucas, don't do that. That's not romance. That's weird. Not, oh, that's so the professional headlock. That's great. Yeah. I'll only do the book if you edit it. I'm yeah. like, mm. I think there are times in my life when I have latched onto a person because I, in a, in a romantic situation, because I've, there's that mindset that's just so pervasive in culture because of shows like ours with moments like this. Like, mm -hmm. it's Lucas and Peyton, and that's it. And that's going to be it. It's Ross and Rachel. It's, it's uh, he's her lobster. It's the thing that's that yeah. we're yeah. taught over and over and over again. If there's that one person, it's just got to be the person you keep going back to. Um, but I just, I don't, I don't know if that's really true. Mm. I don't know. It's neither here nor there. Just something I thought of while we were No, watching. it's not a fucking magic trick, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, yeah, that's a weird thing. Um, but I like that Peyton has not reached out to him once this yes. entire time. I love God, I love it. that. Yeah. When Andy asked Lucas, he's like, oh, have you heard from Peyton? And mm -mm. it's like, no. Power move. <laughs> nope. So just above board. Thank yeah. you so much. Mm -hmm. Self-care move, actually. Keeping it classy. Very proud. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm going to go pour my heart out to Max. <laughs> <laughs> you might as well have been talking to Dan. I mean, it was just so random. She could have been talking to Dan. Oh, my God. That would have been so much better. Just like, hey, no one's talking to you either. Cool story. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to talk to you. And he could have been like, well, clearly nobody wants to talk to you. Like, you're going to have been a funny, yeah. like, nasty little tete-a-tete. -tete. Yeah. Maybe if they're both at the graveyard, he's visiting Keith's grave. She's visiting her mom. Somehow yeah. they end up talking. This is why we have writer's room. 
Yeah. Friends, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? I don't think so. I don't think there is. No, no. <laughs> oh, that feeling just walking in the door and it's like, my life is okay. I'm not a total disaster. Like, yeah. <laughs> I really feel better about myself when my house is clean. And I think the best way to achieve that relaxing feeling of a clean home, Clorox Sentiva. Clorox Sentiva provides a powerful clean with refreshing scents. And you can find your home's signature scent. It might be coconut, grapefruit, lavender. There is a scent for every vibe. Oh, it's grapefruit for me all the way. Lavender for me. Friends, transform your home into an oasis. With a powerful, clean and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Do you know that this has been a tradition in my family for many years? Uh, my mother used to love pecan sandies from Keebler. She Aww. would bring them home and I would find her in the kitchen taking a little nibble on a stressful day. <laughs> And I love it. I love it so much. I've adopted it myself. I love coming home and just taking a moment to step away from all the daily expectations and enjoy a little, little Keebler Sandy. Listen, you know, I love a snack break and Keebler Sandies are perfect for that. They are buttery shortbread cookies made with delicious ingredients like cranberries, Joy's favorite pecans and almonds. Mm. Each Keebler Sandy shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by the Keebler elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. The delicate sweetness, the buttery flavor, the crumbly texture. They make Keebler Sandies the perfect pairing with your coffee or tea. Whether you're enjoying Keebler Sandies as an afternoon snack, serving them at a party, or simply indulging in some me time, they are a classic shortbread cookie that brings simple pleasure to every bite. When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies is the perfect treat that will keep you going. Next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for a Keebler Sandy shortbread cookie and enjoy a simple moment of comfort. Oh gosh, I'm so excited whenever we get these offers. I love using my coupons that I virtually clip out for Thrive because they have all these options of things that I can't find in my local grocer. And the one thing everyone has to do is grocery shop, right? So why not do mm -hmm. it from the comfort of your couch? And for me, that's where Thrive Market comes in. Totally agree. Thrive Market is my go-to for all of my grocery and my household essentials. And the convenience of getting everything online and then quick ship to my doorstep huge time saver. I love that Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. And I use their online filters to suit my lifestyle needs. So whether you're looking for organic kids snacks or low sugar alternatives or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks to make simpler, healthier swaps. Not only do we all save time shopping as Thrive Market members, but I love that I save money on every single grocery order. I mean, on average, it's over 30% savings every single time. Whether that's pantry staples, like you said, like, you know, peanut butter and coconut oil, or I am getting the gluten-free snacks I'm actually supposed to be eating. It really <laughs> makes a big difference. <laughs> when you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one -one membership matching program. You join, they give. So save time and money. Shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com slash drama for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E, market.com slash drama. Thrivemarket.com slash drama. Ooh, honey. You know that I can't wear fancy shoes with a dress. I am a boots and dress 
woman. So now that festival and concert season are going to be all about boots, Tacova's must be your stop before attending your next concert, you guys. Tacova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparels, hats, bags, and more. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. This is so important. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. And the smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there is no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to the store, just visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. And find your new favorite pair of boots today. All right. Well, the fist fight at the beginning of the episode. I loved that. Did they all think that Dan kidnapped the little boy? That's what's so confusing. No, I think Dan wouldn't have been able to leave the house without saying. And that's why Jamie's like, thank you. Yeah. Everyone knew Carrie took him. Yeah. But they could have done it better. But why would they start beating him up? I'm just so confused. I, I liked the action. It was the only action we got in the episode. Yeah. Besides the end. Maybe because Dan followed her and didn't call the cops. <laughs> like all the things he didn't do well. He yeah. needed to be the hero. And it's like, you don't get to be the hero. You're a murderer. I don't know. Yeah, that was pretty confusing. Also, why did Dan pay off the social worker? I miss that part, That's going to be in the future, I think. I, I think in the there's going to be something that comes up where that guy was like, oh, Dan says, I, I paid him off. He wanted him to listen to him. He wanted to chat. Yeah, it was, it was a weird little, he was like, how about you keep this money and just have a small talk with me? Mm-hmm. But clearly he um, wanted to leave that money there and make it look like that guy b- took a bribe. Yeah. Mm. But I didn't get anything out of that scene. I didn't I didn't get any new information. Uh, nope. I mean, you know, Paul was fine as always. He was great. But uh, it, what do you do yeah. with them? If there's nothing on the paper, what are you going to do? Paul was good, but it was so random. And then to have the guy be like, didn't you kill your brother? It's like, Really? This is what we're talking about. Like, we all know. And what was weird to me is that everybody knows what Dan Scott did. He was the mayor of Tree Hill. And he's creeping around the elementary school. Girl. And nobody's calling the police. Mm. He's talking to little kids through the fence. A grown-ass man. No. Dude, at my child's preschool, parents couldn't even show up early for pickup and talk to kids over the fence. Mm -hmm. They were like, sit in your car. When it's time for you to come out, we'll let you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You can't just show up for lunch like you used to. Mm. It's really weird. I wasn't into that either, but I'm curious to see where it's going. Hey, it can't get worse. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? This is silly. Everything is silly. And we have a fan question that I find to be very silly and also adorable. Who wants to read it? (laughs) I don't want to talk about this. Gross. Oh, no. Yuck. Okay. You had the most to deal with this, Joy, because you had to deal with Nathan. Sweaty boys. Mm-hmm. All right. When you have a scene where you're supposed to have sweat on your face, like in body after a workout, a basketball game, fight, is it just water? Or are they actually like forcing us as actors to 
work out and work up a sweat before we do a scene. <laughs> so funny. No, they're not forcing us to work out. Although sometimes the boys, to make their muscles look really big, will sit and do pull-ups right before a, a shot because they want to be bulgy. They're like, oh, man, we're going to roll. Better do push-ups. <laughs> Dummies. <laughs> no, the ma- makeup artists have a little uh, spray bottle and they squirt your face with, with water. They missed you. Well, they miss you with water and they also have, it's like a glycerin solution. Yeah. You know that yeah. they put on those spongy, so like they'll, they'll, they'll pat this glycerin. It's like a gel. It's gross all over your forehead. So the sweat beads stay and then wardrobes spraying your shirt with water and you're just like sticky and wet all day. It's pretty disgusting. Yeah. That's the answer, yeah. folks. Yeah. Thanks, Kaylin. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, how do I get that dewy look? That's it. Do you think they just love teen dramas so much that we went from having that super matte makeup in the early 2000s to they're like, how do we make all these bitches dewy? Mm. Dewy. I was real happy when dewy, when the dewy look kicked in. I do love it. <laughs> you just wake up in the morning and you're like, you know what I want to look like today? A glazed donut. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know that I have a choice anymore. Does that mean you want like, to look like a snack? Like, Listen, sweaty. I'm not mad at um, it. All right, so are we going to spin a wheel? Yeah, let's, let's do, do it. it. What are we going to get? I don't know. This week we have our most likely two. <laughs> Did we have this question already? Am I crazy? I don't remember this one because I want this answer. Go Who ahead. is most likely to burn Thanksgiving dinner? <laughs> Well, didn't Brooke? I was going to say, I did on the show, and we had to put the turkey out with a um, fire extinguisher. It was a funny scene with me and Sharon Lawrence in Austin. It was great. I think I directed that episode. Really? I think so. I will say, a great episode, great scene. Not me in real life. (laughs) No, you are so, (laughs) like, she's got a call sheet for the whole cooking Mm -hmm. schedule. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Who's burning the turkey in real life? Who's burning in real life? Guys, don't tell her I said this. It's Danielle. It's <laughs> Is Danielle. it? Because, because she tries to do too much. Mm. Like, instead of, like, parceling it out, she'll be like, I can do it. I can do it. I'm going to cook three turkeys, one deep fried, one in the oven, oh and another, God. like, in a toaster oven or something. <laughs> and she's the one who's like, I got it. And not all three will burn, but one of but them. One, one of them, them will. Mm-hmm. I, I would forget about the turkey. I could see that happening. Being like, what am I missing? Yeah. Mm, yeah. I don't even like turkey. So, yeah, let's just <laughs> eat ham. That's easy. <laughs> so open the foil. Uh, uh, did we have a honorable mention this episode? Mm. What do we love? God, I don't know. It's never this hard. Did you just say it's never this hard? Yeah, it's never. This, usually honorable mentions kind of jump out. I'm having a hard time. Joy, I go with what you were saying earlier about your scenes. I really like, I really liked the reminder, despite how clunky so much of the episode felt. I like that we offered the audience a reminder to play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know, like, don't take it all so seriously all the time. That felt nice. Yeah, I agree. Great. I love yeah. that. Giving, giving the honorable mention to a theme. <gasps> oh, oh, oh what? Guys. what? What? The... One of the biggest hawks I have ever seen just landed in my backyard what? and picked up a pillow and then what? realized it like swooped in, picked up a pillow, realized it wasn't an animal, dropped it and kept on its merry way. But it flew under the tree in my backyard. 
That was insane. <gasps> Baby, is this a metaphor? What? <laughs> oh, God. I know we need to look up the spiritual meaning what's of cough, gonna, cough medicine. What's coming next? <laughs> oh, guys. All right. Next week, we have season five, episode 14. What do you go home to? Sophia goes home to hawks. Um, be careful. Hawk medicine. Awareness and enlightenment. <laughs> We're going to learn some more. All right. Uh-huh. Thank uh-huh. you, guys. Ready to go. Hey, thanks for listening. Don't forget to leave us a review. You can also follow us on Instagram at dramaqueensoth. Or email us at dramaqueens at iheartradio.com. See, See you, you next time. We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl, drama girl. cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens, smart girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl, you could sit with us girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens, drama, drama queens, drama queens. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, Booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply just want to soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or... Find a featured all-inclusive package to Sunscape Resorts and Spas and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Boy, I've spent definitely a significant amount of time in therapy in my life. And I think there's just so many layers to life that can be hard to navigate. And having somebody there to just talk through things really makes, it makes the days easier sometimes. It's a simple truth, no matter who you are. Mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. I don't know about y'all. I love the holidays, and they also stress me out. (laughs) Yesterday, I was trying to get everybody's gifts wrapped, and I just needed a second. I was on my fourth paper cut, and I was like, okay, take a walk around the house, (laughs) calm yourself down, and you know what I did? I went and got myself a cookie, and I felt better. So all I'm saying is if you're tired or besieged by paper cuts... I think you deserve a cookie, too. I agree. Guys, Keeper <laughs> Sandies are buttery. They're shortbread cookies made with delicious ingredients like cranberries, pecans, and almonds. And each Keebler Sandy shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by those cute little Keebler elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies. It's the perfect treat that'll keep you going. Next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for a Keebler Sandy's shortbread cookie to enjoy a simple moment of comfort. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.